Yeah. Well, we are back in the studio, Melbourne, Florida, in a little hideout we like to call the Space Coast Podcast Studios. We have Karen from a remote location in Cocoa Beach, Doug, Chris, special guest Juan Vargas, and of course, Chris Hathaway. There's Doug popping his head in there. We are happy and excited to be back. I couldn't make it last week. Um, had something come up, but we are got a great show. We have Chris from the Dirty Ore. Just brought some. Listen, I grew up on peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> and then there's this whole peanut butter jelly time thing that, you know, we <laughs> laugh about as cops. I don't know why. It's disgusting. But anyways, <laughs> Chris, tell us about peanut butter and jelly. Okay, so this is our Petulant Child Peanut Butter and Jelly Blonde Ale. Uh, it's uh, brewed with peanut butter and strawberry to give it that strawberry jam quality. And it uh, it's really kind of cool. It's like a peanut butter and jelly without the crust. It's a little biscuity. It's a little toasty. Like, it, it actually, it's like mom used to make. <laughs> it's it's right up the alley of the cops because we're all a little crusty. So we bring that to the to the drink ourselves. The... Um, the Dirty Ore is back open, and there's a lot of great things always happening there. I've seen you out um, throughout the community, always doing the support that you um, managed to pull off. Um, you're, you're a household name now in Brevard County, and uh, we are so appreciative of all of the things that you do for us. Oh, thank you. We, we always wanted to be a good community partner. I mean, on Friday, we did, uh, the Village Idiot did a, hosted a block party, Hot Pink played, uh, and all the proceeds went to Children's Hunger Project, so we gave them uh, a $500 donation, as well as we uh, brought a couple of kegs and just uh, gave beer away four wow. donations a day of, and we ended up raising another $827. That's amazing. For the Hunger Project. That's amazing. So there's always incredible things. Coco Village is starting to really thrive. And um, if you're going to find your way to Central Florida, um, you, you really have to stop by because there's not only amazing beer, but amazing people that always stop in there. And it's an art gallery. Um, I was actually just given these thin blue line and they have the dirty ore. Um, it's our mash paddle logo. Mash uh, superimposed yeah. to make the, the blue line flag. Which is awesome. So... Uh, we're going to get these out through everywhere, everybody that we can get, you know, that's a first responder or whatever that wants to rock the thin blue line with the dirty ore. I love it. Yep, that's and they're available in the tap room for free. Uh, you don't even need to buy a beer. Just come in and say you want one, and it's yours. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So uh, look around. This is kind of – this is the new wave of the dirty ore because, I mean, you'll you'll get to see who supports you, who's around you. This is this is excellent. If we um, if we find our way to Cocoa Village, where can we find you at? Uh, 329 King Street. We are right on 520. Uh, if you come off of US 1 heading east, you'll be on the uh, the first light you get to is Florida and uh, 520. Right. We're right there on the corner. You can't miss it. And actually, on the roadside, you can actually see the big vats where you make the beer. Yep, yep. The first window you yeah. see has the uh, the tanks in it. That's awesome. Chris, thank you always so much for what you do, and Paul and all the, the crew there at Dirty Ore. We are so appreciative. And I think we're going to jump into this. Um, the theme is sniper mindset, training and remaining positive. Um, I think sometimes, I think we've all been sniped by somebody um, but we're going to rock our, our a great conversation here. Um, let me give Doug just a second to get set up with us. All right, so I got my peanut butter and jelly time right here. PBJ. Cheers to everybody. Cheers. To a great show. 
Thank you, brother. Yes. All the way down there. Thank you, Chris. There we go. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I'm super excited tonight. Chris is back, so I didn't have to do the intro to the show because I was freaking out the last time I didn't do so well, I don't think. Um, you did great. And that's my wife. She's going to mess with me because I think she's, uh, <laughs> look, look, hear the laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just really I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna do it right now I'm just excited that Juan is here um, Juan I don't know if you remember when we met it was at the arena um, my wonderful husband Jesse you can pop the picture up my wonderful husband had surprised me with tickets to go see Justin Timberlake nope not that picture <laughs> yeah husband and of the so year baby that's that's the one husband of the year that's where i met juan um he that's, was out there working a detail <laughs> that's how desperate i am for a piece I love of booty you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you are the best uh, man, what oh, we will man. do for some underwear that's hey drop it <laughs> drop it while it's hot right, right. <laughs> so we're excited to have you here juan it's been a while that was a few years ago but we're really excited to have you on the show tonight happy to be here thank you yeah, so uh, let me shout out to a few people watching. Thank you, Adam. Man, uh, you can pick on Juan the whole show. <laughs> you're uh, you're always welcome, man, to come to the studio and hang out with us, man. I'd love to have some stories with you. And then we got a guest on, Megan. Megan has she's gonna put her information up here in the comments for you in a minute. Uh, I just drew a blank. Fit? How do you say it? fit? Fitness? Put it on there, Megan, so I can talk about it. Um, so anyway, it's a it's a training program connected with kickboxing And so when I saw it it caught my eye because it had the word kick in it and I'm all for you know Anything that you can connect your foot to something. Yeah, I'm all down for Absolutely. that Especially if it's somebody's ass as <laughs> right. <y 'all> know, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's my favorite thing to do so um, She's gonna put that up here, and I want you guys to check it out man because I'm a big 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 supporter of and we're going to talk about that tonight with the mindset and i'm a, you know i'm real big on athletics and and people staying physically fit and mentally fit in connection with that um hey jesse i got you got it um you have it yeah is it just me no it's me um that's all of it's us just me so anyway let's uh dive in i'm super excited because i got my boy in the house with me tonight man uh, like I, we've been been so let me let me just jump into something serious for a quick minute. Um, I know a lot of people think we're going to talk about stuff that we did. Um, that's not that's not really what this conversation is going to be about. Um, but one thing I do want to say is I, I had a conversation on the show a while ago, and it was about when you have certain boys, as we call them, or, or buddies, or friends, or coworkers. What makes a good working environment is to know what to expect in your guys. Because in our career, we never knew what to expect. We could train, and this is part of the mindset, we could train for hours and years and all the badass training we've all been involved in. It doesn't prepare you for the incident because everything, right. everything changes, right? When everything changes, You the, the easiest, search warrant or the easiest call out can end as a nightmare right, right. we've been right. there Juan's right. been there I've been there so that that's where that mindset comes in but when I was talking just a few minutes ago about um, 
how important it is to have that reliability. And in the last conversation I had was when I when Chris Scallon was on the show with us, right? And it was and how I said for a guy like me who has radical anxiety. Um, there's times where I can't even be around um, certain people or certain situations, but then there's times that I can. And so one of the things that is really important to me is I need to, like, I can't be around people who are aggro or unstable because part of my sickness is, as, as you know, if, if, if everybody's smiling and laughing, I'm okay. But if I come to aggro, I go from zero to 60. I right. go right back into combat mode. Right. And, and that's where that, that, that anger and that rage and all that. Luckily for me, I work well under pressure. I was always able to do my job uh, quite well. It was just as soon as I was done that it would backfire. Moral of the story is I was talking how I know that every time I see Chris, he's going to tell me he loves me. He's going to hug me. He might even give me a kiss. He's always going to be like that. He always smiles. Even if I did something rancid, he would still come to that and go, hey, Doug, we got to talk. You did this. I need to talk to you about this. That is the other reason why I'm excited because Juan's here. Because since I've known Juan, that's how our relationship has always been. I don't even have to look at him. He'll make me start (laughs) laughing because everything's always funny with Juan, right? right? I know he's a serious cat. I know what he's been through, and, and, and I get it. But he still has the ability, and, and Juan's been, for y'all don't know, we're, we're not gonna, we don't have the time to do this tonight, but he's been through some radical shit. He's one of the boys. That, that's, there's no questions asked. Doesn't have to prove anything. He's just, he's one of the boys. And I, every time, no matter what, it was always a great conversation. And that, we don't really pay attention to that right i know that when if juan comes shit karen and i ran into him at justin timberlake and we're just laughing as soon as we <laughs> see each other and then i see you yeah, i always see you when i'm in orlando at some major event because he's you know he's he's at, he's at the event as well maybe doing a detail so anyway that's super important to have those friends in your corner so uh, as we're talking about it what i want everybody to do is I always talk about make your list every week. I say make a list and call one person a day to check on them. And that's what I started doing at work. It's usually, I will call somebody from out of the blue that I ain't talked to in a while because I go through my phone and I I look through and I just call, hey man, I'm just checking on you, how you doing? Right. Um, Sometimes we have to do that, but sometimes it's nice to just randomly do it. So attached to the list, um, lost my train of thought. I was so excited about my list that I always tell everybody. This is what happens when you get old and you get a traumatic brain injury and <laughs> all these <laughs> other things. What was I talking about? And dirty or <laughs> well, I actually you, were, you well, you were talking about like those people that you have that connection with and that you can you know right, I, right. I think okay, almost I no matter what I got it. that's why that's why my wife is so important. Look look and how you know when you She's still talking. Hey, you're frozen, babe. We didn't we we, we didn't hear him. We just saw you like Kurt Wireless. Yeah, it was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we were you kind of got Raouled, is what you did. Because Raoul on our show, his stuff always freezes, and it's always when he's saying something really important. So old age, yeah, Brady. It it is old age. That's that's the truth. So 
what I was getting at, I'm such a horrible host. And, no, and no, you're great. You're doing a great job. That, you know, like I always tell Karen, man, it's my show. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> she's like, you can't say that. Yes, yes I can. Ah, you, say it again. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, what I encourage you to do is to go through, just go through your phone. That's what I always do with contacts, you know, and it's crazy. I have so many that somebody will pop up that I haven't thought about in a long time. But go through that contact and pick out five people who do that to you, who make you smile every time. Even, yeah, I just had a flashback when you came in smiling at me with the freaking clown behind you. Oh, I, hey, I didn't do that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I, it was a setup. It was uh, Doug Levine, I think. Uh, it was, you know, because I'm scared of clowns, yeah, yeah. so they would bring them to work and mess uh, with me. It, it was actually a very subtle but at least you smiled at me when yeah, you broke it yeah. off in me. So <laughs> find those. Only one time. With a sniper, <laughs> no. Yeah, well, they were. I was funny when he was walking in with the clown. I was eavesdropping on uh, Levine, who's in that picture with you. Mm-hmm. That, oh, I, I got to tell you about that. I thought uh, I got a picture of you next to the tank with Doug Levine and somebody else. Remember when we got suspended, our SWAT team, and y'all had to come <laughs> get one? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You had to do that. I got a picture of you at it. Really? Yeah, you're standing next to a tank with Doug. I think it's a, I think it's the tank. I'll start for that. Uh, yeah. The BCSO. Coco yeah, the BCSO, BCSO. tank. Yeah. So anyway, I got to get this out and finish it before we start telling more stories. <laughs> you, you've got to um, get those people and connect with them. And those are the type of friends and people that you that you can bring into your life on a weekly basis or when you when you're struggling with something because sometimes you can just call the wrong person. Like you got to be really careful now who you call because they might be pissed off about the election. So they're just going to give you all the hell they're feeling. They're going to dump it into you. And it's real important to understand when you're in depression and full blown depression, everything manifests. So a bad day is a hundred times worse than when you're not in depression, right? Right. So you can have a bad conversation with somebody on one day and just be like, yeah, whatever, dude. And then you could have that same conversation on a bad day and it could go to, it could go to fist, fist right? Yeah. So that's the same thing. So make sure that's, uh, I'm going to get off my tangent. Uh, try that out this week. I think it's important. It works for me. It has for years. And uh, if, if it works let's try it out right maybe yeah. we've got something different we can we can work with i'm done <laughs> that's such done. such a good job i think that that message never gets old keep you know surround yourself by the people that make you feel good and i've lately there's a ton of broken people and a, a ton of uh associates that we have people that we work with that are going through um the stress of do do i want to continue policing um and then dealing with it from the public, and now we're seeing a lot of depression. So not a, not only uh, with COVID, but if the elections didn't go their way, the uncertainty of what the future looks like. Um, you know, in, in Florida, there's um, you know many different things happening just right here in Brevard County. So um, it's it's very unsettling. And I think if if we walk through a lot of the police agencies, uh, everybody feels that same thing. Also, is um, what's next when are we going to move from this point and it just feels like it's deja vu uh bill murray and the what are the groundhog day you know and it's we we got to take a break from that and start you know doing something so the the quickest way to do it is to move it forward yourself and you know surround yourself by those people that lift you up and continue to drive you forward and don't get stuck in that rut 
it's very hard. That's easier said than done. Well, that brings us right into the topic of the mindset. You know, now is more important, is really important time for everybody and, and not even for law enforcement, just in life in general. We, right. we, we're living in a national shit show um, every day, whether you like it or not. And even if you're not directly impacted, you're still being impacted by it because you're hearing it and you're seeing it and it's flooded. So the mindset is important, which brings us to our topic. W- so here's a trick question. So just so people know that are watching the show, I don't ever give anybody the questions. I don't write questions. I don't half time. I don't even come with a topic because it's a conversation. Right. It's just like at the in the back parking lot. So the the mindset question. I know what I need for mindset. Uh, what I need for mindset is I need Ironman triathlon. I don't need a 5K. I need Ironman triathlon. I need Alcatraz. I need something that is going to rub my ass in the dirt. Scout sniper school. Mm-hmm. I needed all those SWAT school, all that at that magnitude to feed my soul and my my mindset. I had to. It was always, hey, if I could do the Ironman, I could do this. If I could get through this, and it gave me my confidence. And well, when I broke my back, I lost that. Because I, I, it was the first time I physically couldn't do anything. So I, I lost it in my body, and then I lost it in my head. And at no time did my sniper training or my Ironman, any of this stuff, ever came into play. It, I never thought about it because I got so depressed and so burdened by all that. So now's your turn, Juan. The mindset. It, what's the mindset for you? And you can you can run with it. Let you you can tell people what you want about your background, what you know about your background, and um, and then also what what was the mindset that you use, and what is the mindset? Is that me? Oh, uh, what mindset do you use, and what as what do you think it's been for you to carry you through what you what you've had to deal with, and where you're at today? Because you're a successful businessman. You're a successful businessman. You're a successful um, cop. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's a there's a point of being successful right. in, in the career, whether right. you know you you get that stat. So, I mean, no, it's, it's similar. It's similar to what you were saying too. Um, um, one. Similar to what you were saying, it's uh, pretty much. I have the same mentality. I think it's pretty much a sniper mentality. Uh, it's it's you can't pick a sniper uh, because of all the uh, requirements. Right, it has to be in you you to step up and take that challenge um uh, just going through some of the stuff that i went through in the past is um it, it, I, I i constantly want to challenge myself i constantly want to do better for myself and not only for myself but if i feel that i, I do that and even um going through what i've been through in the past um it, i feel it motivates others you know at the agency that are going through some stuff saying hey you know if Juan can do it then i can do it you know yeah and then uh you know just just trying to uh, although it's painful and although it's you know like you're saying you know I, I fell into my depression as well and then I try to fight back to, to get to where I was was once after my you know my world got shattered um, I just felt that I can um, keep, still keep a smile on my face like I've always have you know because first and foremost you know my faith in God got me you know got me to 100% yeah. of it you know and then obviously the support from my uh, fellow bro- brothers and sisters uh, LEO and military but just you know, just to make sure that they see that you know, I'm, I'm not going to show you that I'm broken. I'm going to show you that it's possible. I can get back up from where I was mm-hmm. and, and be successful. You know that it's possible. And, and by example, 
you can listen you can talk all the crap you want but you got to lead by example it's like the dude right. who's driving down the road with the bumper sticker with the jesus fish on it and he passes you and flicks y'all <laughs> yeah. right. you know you're right. just like yeah, yeah. You, right. you, you've, there's there's an important component to living by example and so w- one you got injured after me i think do you remember what year it was uh, 2008 2008 January 2008 right so w- right about the same the right about the same window right babe when did i get hit in 2006 or eight eight I think it was eight. Maybe eight. I don't think it was six. I think it was about the same time. Maybe even nine. That's when Brevard lost two of their best snipers for temporarily. Yeah, that's right, right? <laughs> that's the first time Juan and I, we, so we, every time we see each other, we would always be, give each other shit and yeah. who was the best sniper, right? Yeah, right. And, uh, and so it, I guess in our older age, now it's like we are. Yeah, we, we are. We got no, nothing left in there to argue anymore. Uh, Can't anybody prove you different either, right? No, uh, no. Yeah. Well, I call them tape. Tabletops. Yeah, we we challenge them. Yeah, tabletop <laughs> snipers nowadays, yeah. man. They 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 don't they don't get it. Um, anyway, so it, what you, when you got injured, you you came back with a positive mentality, and because it, it actually encouraged me, because his injury was radical, right? And it gave me faith, like because he jumped back. Uh, you came back. How long was it? Within a year, I came Within back a to year. work, yeah. and it was it was quick. Yeah. And it was powerful. And, you know, that, that that type of stuff made me feel better. Always when you, because I know, because right. guys tell me all the time, they go, how the hell do you do what you do with that injury and, and that stuff? And uh, and I'm about to do it again for myself, though. This, this mm-hmm. time it's for me, man. It's right. not for anything else. Like, I don't even talk about it. I just, this is what I'm doing. Trying to get, I'm get getting, ready. I need to get back That's to right. myself. And um, so that mindset to to fight back and to move forward obviously impact is what got you there Mm -hmm. right so that you could come back and that transfers over to other people so basically that positive attitude that 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 you have you can also use it because you've been through depression Mm -hmm. you 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 lay there and you know you got boys because I remember a lot of people rallied behind yeah, Juan, support there, you had a great SWAT yeah. team behind yep. you man mm-hmm. those guys were pretty awesome right mm-hmm. so you um you transfer that that right. that positive energy yep. even in in mental health now it, it's it's real easy for anybody to ask you a physical injury problem right mm-hmm. oh like hey man who what's the doctor you went to yeah I get that a lot who yeah. fixed your back who they fixed your that, shoulder yeah. mm-hmm. But they don't at the, in the same the question, important the important thing. part. And as I preach all the time, it, listen, it, it, I wish I would have trained this thing better. Yeah. Because as, as, a, as a sniper, as a combat guy, as a detective, right. all the stuff we do, you, you, you put so much physical training in it. Now, somebody like with Karen's career... It's mental. It's all mental, yeah. right? Which yeah. to me, I can't do it. I, it's 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 radical. But mine is like on a physical level. It it, it that is that's a lot. Is right. what I'm getting at. Right, Juan. Can you? So, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Karen. No, I just I just had a question, and um, Doug and I had talked about this a couple days ago, um, and it kind of goes back to the the title, if you will, of, of what we're talking about, Sniper Mindset. Um, and from my standpoint, um, you know, I was telling Doug, 
and this is pretty raw, but no, you may you may go ahead and you know you become a cop and you you become a you know law enforcement officer with the idea that you may have to pull the trigger someday and you may have to take a life. When you get that job as a sniper, it's not really you may. You have to go in with that mindset of you, you are going to take a life. Um, and you know, for me, I have chills just talking about that, but I also think it's very important to, to talk about what that mindset is, how you stay healthy through that, and for anybody who, who may, um, I, I like what you said, Juan, you don't just get picked for that, for that job. Um, you know, it has to be within you. Um, but then you also think when that's within you, you know, that is, um, uh, I don't know what the words are to use, but, but it's, it's not a normal thing to have to take a life. Right. And so you have to have an extremely strong mindset, um, going into this job because it, it's your job and you have to take that seriously but then you also like Doug was saying he wished he would have prepared this so how do you can you prepare this um, and then you know what is that mindset going in and hindsight is there anything that you would say to you know, you Juan or Doug um, or Chris that you can add to it. Um, is there anything that you would say to someone who is up and coming for um, for a job such as that? Um, I don't know if, if any of that really makes yeah. sense, but I would think it's just such a a critical mindset that job. Well, it's it's um it's I think it's definitely a challenge just becoming a police officer or, or deputy sheriff. Mm -hmm. uh, first and foremost because uh you know just like the military you have that one percent that step up and and are willing to do that battle between good and evil so mm -hmm. i applaud anybody who's even going to the academy Absolutely. especially in this day and age with everything that's going on uh the way they're um uh what law enforcement and military are going through this day and age that people are still stepping up and and, and representing the way they are but um uh just uh stepping up to the challenge to become a law enforcement officer and then you know, uh, uh, Doug can, can relate to me on this. Uh, you know, if you want to go to that next level, that's when you, you join the SWAT teams. And then uh, mm -hmm. that's supposed to be a, a higher level, uh, a, a bigger um, a calling, and, and definitely a dedicated uh, uh, assignment. And then once you get on SWAT, uh, and, and again, this is just my mentality, uh, once you make SWAT, you know, you, you, know, you, you, you get on entry, you do what you got to do, but then uh, only the elite graduate to the sniper section. Where, where the uh, snipers have to take on that responsibility, not only to protect uh, our, our fellow brothers and sisters on the team uh, while conducting a search warrant, you know, kind of it's called Overwatch, yeah, but mm -hmm. but also knowing that if 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 uh, there's a hostage situation or my brothers and sisters are in danger, and just you know try to kind of like picture it, you have a sniper looking through an optic, and then I'm trying to keep an eye on 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 the team. And then I see a, a possible threat. You know, I have to be willing to t pull the trigger, and and mm -hmm. eliminate that threat to protect my my family. You know, the way I look at it, at that point, or, and so or a particular hostage. Do you think? Do you think that, um, like you said, like getting to that level? I guess all of that kind of prepares 
somewhat prepares you for for that job. Well, you have to, um, like I mentioned, you know, uh, earlier, um, like with the military, you have to take a psych psychological eval. To, to make sure that you uh, uh, fit one of the requirements to become a scout sniper in the military. <laughs> you you got to be a little bit of crazy and yeah, a little bit of sane. Yeah, yeah right. roger that, roger that. Yeah, yeah, you know, you have to be willing to, you know, like, you know, uh, like, you know, like the public will look at us and say, oh, my God, you know, this guy's, you know, you know, like you mentioned earlier, like, you know, how, what kind of person can just uh, take another, you know, human being's life, you know, but. And I, and I don't mean it like that. Um, no, no, I understand know, what I, you I mean. mean. It's, it's, to me, it's, it's, a, it's a bad guy and it's, a, it's, it's like I said, good yes. versus evil. So it's something that we have to do to, to you know, to, yeah. to maintain peace, you know, law and order. So it's not, you know, like snipers are out there. You know, just wreaking no, havoc. No, you no, know, yeah, no. I, no. Absolutely <laughs> not. Um, I just, you know, as Doug and I were talking about it, and we were talking about his, um, you know, his experience. It, it's hard for me sometimes to wrap my mind around how, um, through certain things, he was able to keep his mind healthy, and then, you know, and then there was a time where he wasn't. And then moving beyond that, now he is able to work, you know, with those strategies and those coping mechanisms to to um, keep his mind healthy now. So um, we were just talking about, you know, the the actual mindset of, um, you know, of somebody in in that specific job. Um, and I, you know, I just thought it was very very interesting, um, you know, as far as what that mindset was and how to keep yourself healthy that way. Well, I, I think the training has a lot to do with it too. Um, you know, each each SWAT team throughout throughout the, I mean, throughout the world, um, but definitely, you know, hopefully, like you know, I, I can only talk about Brevard and in Orlando, but um, in Coco, but you know, different standards. But um, I I think the training prepares uh, the particular sniper candidate to to, to learn what it takes to be a good sniper and um mm -hmm. and i think a lot a lot of it has to do with the passion for the job uh mm -hmm. the love for your brothers and sisters like i said once once you get into uh the teams you 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 it, it's it's not only uh it's the boys it's you know it's, it's family at that point yeah. you know right and, and, uh, why i'm here today with with doug you know and um, you have to rely on that so heavily yeah and, and you know, I, I wouldn't be able to live with myself if something happened to you know one of my uh you know family members because you know i failed to pull the trigger so that's something right. that if, uh, like you like were saying, if I, if I can advise anybody that's coming through the ranks that wants to be a sniper, it would be to uh, definitely take the training seriously, uh, be passionate about it, and um, uh, understand that, like you're saying, that one day you will, ha you will have to pull the trigger and, um, and uh, have to deal with that. And that alone, like Doug was saying, uh, we train, we train, we train, we train for the possibility of us actually pulling the trigger and seeing this bad guy in our optics. Um, and it's like you're never the, you know, fully like, prepared. Yeah, you're never fully prepared, you know. And it's like right. you know, like a lot of people always ask me, like you know, how does it feel? And it's like um, I like to relate to like you know, like the, the regular sniper movies where, for some reason, it's, it's crazy. Like you know how like in the sniper movies and games, sniper gets on a on a on a bad guy, and then all of a sudden the bad guy kind of looks at the sniper, and yeah. it could be like a thousand meters away, but it's like, <laughs> right. it's like they, they never see you. Yeah, they right. never see you, but they feel it, and they right. kind of like in your direction, and you're like, and then you know, as a sniper, you're like. They feel like they're yeah, the yeah, prey. Yeah. Does he see that, me? Yeah, yeah the you know? prey mentality. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. you know, and, and again, it's like a kind of like a, a, a mind fuck because you look at this bad guy and then you kind of lock eyes. And then at that point, it becomes personal. And then, and then, like I said, if you have to pull the trigger, now it's not just a regular person. Now you're actually seeing, looking yeah. into their soul, ready to pull the trigger. And, and Doug's know. talked to me about that before. 
Um, it's, it's a, it's you a know. mind frame that you have to have because after that, it, it's 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 not just preparing for it, but now you have to deal with taking a bad guy's life and then still driving on to another call out the next day and and yeah. put that behind you and 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 do your job, you know. That right, right. Well, thank you. I know. I you know. I know that. Um, I that's probably a tough topic to talk about with someone who is not in law enforcement um and and i applaud every single one of every single one of you um my you know i just i honor you guys for the jobs that you do every single day um you know but it was just something that doug and i had talked about because i i try to understand from you know from that perspective the best that i can um which i know i'll never be able to understand it like you guys do so thank you for sharing oh you're welcome my pleasure yeah, it's good. That's real good. And you know, one thing we don't talk about very often, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing we don't talk about very, is the fatigue. Mm. Like, you know, e- even if you're just, once you, if, if ever in your career, um, I don't, I think you were in Afghanistan. We had this one call out and um, um, you were, I think you were on the team. We, we had a search warrant up by like Candlewood. Uh, not a search warrant we had a call out guy had shot as girlfriend had her hostage and i had gotten the message that when he comes to the door you know you you got to get him and um and and i was prepared man and i must have laid there i don't it could have been a six eight hour ordeal it was all night long right it was it, it was it was a long time and uh man i just sat there for so long looking through that scope knowing that because so this dude's got an ak-47 and we're at the not candlewood but to the place next to candlewood uh, uh on fisk yeah on fisk, yeah, fisk. Yeah, not no, between 800 and candlewood yeah. which is uh, on yeah. the corner windover windover right it was the windover it was the windover call out and and um and i just and then you just leave and and go back to work or go to the next call and it was hours and hours and hours and and trust me i I like every minute of it i have you know i have no regrets of of that i i loved my job and and yeah you know i don't now but back (laughs) (laughs) now as you get older you sleep less like you know once you hit 50 you're down to like four to six hours of sleep if you're lucky um I can't, uh, I don't have my glasses. I can't read any of the comments if they're good ones. Uh, to have the physical and mental ability to be a sniper has to be insane. Staying focused and staying awake takes a lot of skill uh, mentally as much as physically. Thank you. Uh, great information tonight. Yes, sir. Thank you, Brayden. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's taxing. And to have a positive attitude that, y- you know, it, one, I, I'm a... F- it's I'm good with you guys, but like on the average day, if you don't know me or or I, and, and we're not connected, as Karen poor Karen deals with it every day, you know. Pe- you I, yeah. I always I always have that look on my face, like right. who wants to fight? Kill, you know? Right. Yeah, I'm in kill mode all the time, right. and I'm just aggro and like that. So I need. Oh my that. gosh! Even on Saturday, at that fundraiser. <laughs> <laughs> She I, may, I gotta go. Go to, I gotta like go. you're gonna kill some. I was talking some serious shit, babe, and you just cut me right out with some funny stuff. But funny. she takes me to a fundraiser, 
Right. It's a CrossFit gym, and like people are freaking doing push-ups, and kids are running around. That is not fun. And I'm in the corner, just like I'm gonna shoot one of these kids. Uh, the first kid right. that comes up to him, he's getting it. And uh, and it was just, and I don't know nobody. I right. knew uh, I knew Craig Carson. He was there. I was so I felt. And Kim. And Kim, yeah, Kim was there too. But I, when I first walked in, I could see his shadow. Like I knew it was Craig by the shadow, like all the way across the gym. So I instantly said, "Okay, now there's two of us in the room." Right. You know that. You know that mentality. Right. Like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, there's two of us in the room now. Counting guns and counting fighters. Right. I'm like, yeah. I know, yeah. I know Craig. I've known Craig my whole career. I know that if something bad went down, he would he would be right there for me without a doubt. You know. Right. But and those are the important friendships that I was talking about earlier that we don't think we always think of all these crazy things. But I know if if I was fixing to go into shit, I would I know you guys would be on the list that I would call. Oh, I I know I need him. I know I need him. And I know they would be there if just like me, I try to let if you know me like that, you know, I got your back. Absolutely. And I'm going to come running without a question asked those type of relationships you need to uh, once again we're on this conversation you need to keep them together that in helps keep that mindset that you have right. it, it does for me and which keeps you more positive more strong you you feel like you have more support and that can help you get through the day a little bit easier so karen um has a job that i don't think any of us would do uh, as far as being a teacher in public schools that I mean, and so we're going to marry them together, being a sniper and being a teacher. I think the way that you get there, I mean, when you came into law enforcement, you weren't a sniper. You I mean, you, you have prior military. And so when you get to the civilian world back to the United States and you say, OK, law enforcement is going to be my thing now. Um, you got to work your way through the ranks and you, you start in a school and it your first day is like, oh, my gosh, what is this going to be? But to be a seasoned teacher and a seasoned uh, officer or a deputy to get to that SWAT team and then to take that next step, it takes a lot of something. And that something is practice, practice, practice. And that's developing your mind. Um, you know, I, I want to get up in front of a bunch of kids day in and day out because that's just insanity to me. I don't, I don't want to deal with other people's kids. but. Ooh right sometimes we need a SWAT team <laughs> yeah right right um <laughs> but you train yourself every day and you you prepare yourself to make it through that classroom time um when you get into being uh, you know on a an elite team being the one you know to look through the lens it's it didn't just come overnight it, i mean it was lots of practice That's and crazy. and um right going through school and building that mindset and preparing yourself and talking uh through each trigger squeeze and um what that means and then doing it again and getting it doing it again and again until it becomes that mindset right so um how many hours would you say you spent training and do you stop training your mind um for what i mean i know doing the uh the iron man when do you, when do you stop? I mean, you've had surgeries, but you know, you're preparing your mind to just get back into the seat of pedaling the bike, swimming, you know, all those hard things. You can't, your mind can't stop pushing forward, pushing through those, 
um, next challenges that you face. And you know that um, whether it's, um, you know, being fatigued, sitting behind there, like I, when anytime I have to go and shoot, I, I limit how much time um, I use my eyes. I will sit there and just relax and relax and breathe just so I don't get that eye fatigue. And that's just a regular day at the range, you know, when you're, you know, shooting 200, 300 rounds just to, you know, target shoot or whatever. I don't know what that's like anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, man. I miss it. There, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm getting right. Because that's, that's actually, we're going to get into that conversation here um, in a second. Oh, so Megan finally uh, put it up. Fix Six. it fitness. So, so everybody look on the comments and then look it up. Um, there was a couple really good comments that I want to touch on. I'm not going to read the whole thing because I need more time for, for Juan's uh, this next conversation. But um, who was saying something that, you know, having those relationships, um, they're hard to come by. Oh, now, yeah. That's why it's so important that you – when you, you know, you have your friends take good care of them and appreciate them. Um, there was a funny comment Chris had put in there. He said, uh, a good friend will bail you out when you go to jail. A great friend will sit in the cell with, with you. you. Right. And I, as soon as I read that, I was like, well, Chris, you know you and I are going to fix it. We'll be in jail before this year is out with the freaking shit we've been partying and playing with lately. But um, anyway, you I know, wanna, babe. are you getting serious? Are you what? about to get to yours? Oh, yeah. I was, I was going inter- no, to interrupt you for a second with you what you said about... Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, keep going. I'm just messing you got with it. you, babe. Oh. <laughs> um, with what you were just saying and, and what the viewer was saying on the comments about the importance of keeping those relationships. And Chris, um, just because you kind of brought in education, um, I can only imagine the importance of keeping those relationships um, and making sure you keep them tight in your profession. Um, Because just in my profession as an educator, um, in the last couple of years, my my whole team, we were in one building. And um, a couple of years ago, I was moved out of that building um, so that I could focus on a um, different area of the school, so to speak. And um, this year, especially, it has been exceptionally difficult for me because I'm not really with my team. And though I have tons of amazing educators that are around me that I am friends with um, that are, you know, in the regular building, my actual team and my department, I feel so separated from them this year. And this has been an exceptionally difficult year for education. Um, and, and so that is something that I have really come to realize the importance of those relationships and those bonds and making sure that you are constantly reaching out like every once in a while you know i will just go through that building and just pop into everyone's room because i miss them um and so i think you know if it's that important for me because i've had a i had a breakdown um i don't know maybe a month and a half ago um to where i I, you know, I'm sure Doug remembers, he was like, what in the world is wrong with you? He did not even know how to fix it. I mean, I have never felt 
that way I in my entire life, and I hope I never feel that way again. Um, <laughs> what are you new, saying? I fixed it with a brand new Lincoln is what I did. Oh, I ain't stupid. Dude, what, oh, oh, my goodness. Stop. <laughs> but anyway, so I think, you know, especially in your profession, uh, you're going to get it when you come home. In your profession, I think those relationships are are so important um, to keep them and, and to keep them tight and to keep them strong and to always check in on one another, even when you feel like you're apart from each other. Yes. Chris just said, I'm keeping Doug as a friend because when he snaps, I don't want to be on the list. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I know. <laughs> Uh, that's a good list, man. I'll have to show it to you sometime. Uh, anyway, so I, I wa it leads me into our next topic. So I was talking about the importance of camaraderie and uh, and uh, earlier, you know, the, keeping our friendships and stuff. So one of the things that Juan's doing is um, he's got he started training. He started taking his training and sharing it with other people. And I watch it closely because I envy it and I miss it so dearly, you know. So this peanut butter and jelly it's beer, good. it's yeah. kind of like peanut butter. Like once it's in your mouth, man, Can't it's kind of difficult. No, I got to keep putting it down. Betty, 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 betty. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so he, um, he developed his own training program. I'm going to let him talk about that a little bit. But um, I think it's a great idea, and some of the conversations we had was, what a great way to reintegrate guys who are retired that, like myself, um, we've had a rough year for retirement. You know, a lot of guys that are retired are really struggling. Um, you know, it's difficult. Like, everybody thinks, oh, my life's so great. It, it, I mean, it is great. I'm not going to say that, but it's not easy being retired. It really isn't. Right. Um, especially, like we were talking about earlier, when – you know, it's in you. It's in you, man. Like, you, you guys know me personally. You know it's in me. Like, man, I'm just a caged animal now. And uh, it's difficult. Uh, so um, even at a command level, like I've had a rough year with chiefs that, that retire, and they've been at command level for so long that when they get done, like I went through, I called, you know, I always joke how I call myself house bitch. I remember calling right. Karen one time and say, how the hell did I go from a freaking, you know, doing what I did to folding freaking laundry, man. I'm folding freaking <laughs> towels, man. Like, you know, he's so good at it, though. Hell yeah. I'm good. Hell, I, I got a lot of practice, man. I've been retired a couple of years now, I think, man. I've been folding towels like a madman. So anyway, I think that the training component is, is and the reintegration and, and doing things like that, get around your boys and stuff like that is a great plan. And uh, that was half the that was a big part. Well, obviously, the show always goes where the conversation goes. But that was a big part of why I brought uh, Juan on the show. I called him. I'm like, I want everybody to know what you're doing. Right. I mean, everybody, because if, if you're if if if. If you're a guy like us, you know, how many years have you been on SWAT now? Oh, shit, six. Six years. Yeah. He was on a SWAT team and left the SWAT team to go fight in Iraq for 420-something days. How long yeah, were you Right, right at the year, three, almost 360. Oh, three and then you, you had to yeah, yeah. go through your other stuff. So you were gone a long time. Trust yeah. me, I was counting the days. And to come back and to be back on SWAT and still do it, and you're a detective, like, it's a lot. But you, you, what I'm getting at is that camaraderie to go with your boys and do that was helpful to come back and be right, with your right. guys and to re-get yeah, into right. that. Yeah, so if, if, if you're in it, 
and you think you, you you know you can handle it some people can't i think it's a great idea so what you know tell everybody um what you're doing what you're offering and uh you know and and what they can get out of it that's really the meat and potatoes okay, nice and close uh well so back in 2018 and this is something that i've been wanting to do for for years and um on my last appointment i had one of my uh, close buddies uh, tell me, hey man, I think you, sh you should probably open up a company and offer these, you know, services to other people to share your knowledge. And I'm like, eh, eh. you know, because you know, w once you're at those specific levels, you know, w where we are and stuff like that, um, I'm extremely humble at what I do. So I mean, in my eyes, anybody can get to the level where we are if they if they put in the work. You know, so to answer your question, yeah, yeah. not to you know, jump right, on topic, right. but to answer your question earlier, he said, you know, what uh, what do you have to do, or what does it take to get that mentality to to be a teacher, to be a sniper, to be a SWAT operator, stuff like that, and, and, and be successful. Right. And I, th I think it's just, um, you know, uh, something inside you that you need to step up and, and want to complete a goal, you know, not not for anybody else, but for yourself, like you were saying, Doug. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, and setting that goal, fulfilling it, and setting that new standard, and, you know, continuing challenging yourself every day, you know what I mean? Right, right. You know, because, like, the first time you did the Ironman, you, you know, the big something was, you know, it was a big chunk to chew off. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, and you did yeah. it. Now you're, you know, you're a legend. <laughs> so, yeah. So I respect that. You know what I mean? So in my own mind, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> no, but but guys like us, you know, have have a lot to offer. I think to the uh, to the law enforcement community, the uh, military community, whether it's uh, during active duty or during you know retirement for veterans. And um, like I said, I had this conversation with a fellow uh, recon guy, and, and we're like, you know what? You know, maybe maybe I'll entertain it. You know, then when I got back uh, back in 2018, I was like, you know what? Let me see if I can um, stop pushing it. And then that's when we created Pink Miss Tactical. Um, you know, and then just to, to touch on the name real quick, it's a it's a <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a bit of a, 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 a name of impact in a sense. You know, but it's a sniper sniper community. You know, term. Yeah. You know, so um, and you can I, figure it out. Yeah, you can figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I have a lot of students come up to me. They'll take the class, a great class, but I have one question. I was like, "What's that?" And they're like, well, "What does pink miss mean?" You'll yeah. know. Yeah. If, if, yeah. If, if you might know one day. Yeah. So I have to like kind of be political about it and say, "Well, you know." <laughs> <laughs> he's still working, so yeah. he's got to leave that alone. I'll tell you another time, maybe. Exactly, but um, but yeah, but created pink miss tactical to uh, mainly cater to uh, LEOs and vet and uh, military guys, so we can um, continue sharpening our skills, maintaining our skill level, and and. Um, you know, like you guys said, getting together, uh, having fun, you know, blowing stuff up and, you know, having a beer after, you know, and enjoying each other's company and, you know, friendly competition. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and then and then uh, slowly but surely it started evolving into the civilian market and, you know, civilians wanted to uh, a little bit of taste of what we do for a living, you know, and, and right. you know, and a lot of people. Up shit up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I get in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and a, lot, a lot of people out there. Well, you know, um, I'm sure you guys have have gotten approached many a times. You know, like, how is it to be a a, a, a SWAT operator? You know, what is it to be like a sniper, a detective? You know, right. a, co a cop in right. general. And I think um, by giving this uh, the, uh, the the civilian population an opportunity to come train with guys like us, it'll give them a little taste. You know, like 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 you were saying too, Karen. You know, like give them a um, a taste of what we do on an everyday level. You know, and then I, I, I've definitely um, got a lot of positive comments from current students that they're like, oh, my God, you do this on a daily basis, you know, and you guys make it look mm -hmm. so easy. And it's not that, but it's like you said earlier, too, Chris, it's, it's practice, it's dedication to my trade, to, you know, my, 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 my passion to, to be the best that I can be so that way I can 
offer that and set the standard, you know, wherever I go. And you're given a gift. Like we were talking about earlier, like how cool would it be for, you know, for a family, especially a cop. We were talking about cops mm -hmm. and how dad or mom comes home. Um, hey, Tammy wants to know if uh, Pink Miss is off OBT. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see that. Uh, um, uh, uh, negative Fair verse well. writer. Very well. <laughs> that was a we'll good one, on. Tammy. I like that. Maybe a diff different type, a different type. Uh, <laughs> that's oh gross. God, Tammy, you just ruined the whole show with that question, man. Um, I'm not at liberty to say. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. She is always funny, though. Um, so what I was getting at, would, how cool would it be if dad, who comes home with a gun, or mom or dad, right, comes home with a gun all the time and has to talk to his family about, you know, being a cop. And it's just a crazy thing. You know, I always talk about that. Man, and what job do you have to get up and put a bulletproof vest on to go to work? Yeah. Okay. So um, to go to a, a training that, you you know, even on the civilian side you, and bring the family and, and train them properly and so they understand and let them ex see what you go through so they you know that might help you it might, it might not be for every family but I did that with my kids I trained them I let them see you know do some of the stuff that I did especially my boys you know they could handle right. it. Um, it it might be a good thing uh, a bonding moment for the family it could it's it's fun I mean it, you know and if you do it properly and you do it safely it's fun it's pretty oh, yeah. fun, yeah. right? Um, it's kind of like yoga. I mean, especially in, um, you know, breathing and patience and, you know, quietness, like meditation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you get get down behind the sights. Uh, there's a lot. It's more than just squeezing a trigger. Yes. Yeah. And, right. and it, it takes, it, you know, it's, it's a lot of physical, but it's a lot of mental. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, also, I just think it's a great idea. I'm looking forward to it because I, I think I even texted one time like, hey, man, when are you going to do a sniper class? I just want to come. <laughs> and uh, I would do it all over again. You know, I don't get to do that stuff. Now, Betsy's in my closet and, and she <laughs> is ready to rock. She's ready, ready to, to go. Rock. She comes out quite often. Karen will tell you, man, <laughs> she comes out. A lot. I walk around the house with her and just make out with her. And, <laughs> and uh, I'll look out the front window. <laughs> with it, you know what I mean? I don't care, man. You can laugh at me all you want. That's my baby, man. And uh, you know what I'm getting at. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine's Maria. Maria, I've laid down with her many a times, man. That's the only girl my wife will let me lay down with. <laughs> and my bicycle. That's it. But uh, anyway, you got me off topic again. It's all Tammy's fault with that. Uh, OBT, yeah. 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 So I'm excited. Bringing the families together and showing them yeah. how it and, is. Yeah, uh, and so, you know, we, we, we're coming to the end of the show. Want to plug. This is, we need to plug and let everybody know about Pink Mix. Pink Miss Tactical. Um, is it? What's the website? Tell everybody the website. It's, uh, so it's yeah, pinkmisstactical.com. Uh, once you go to the site, uh, kind of like scroll through it, see what, what kind of training you want, whether it's concealed, uh, basic pistol, rifle, uh, tactical courses, and sniper courses. And uh, just hit the information button and uh, just put your gener uh, generic information in, and somebody will get back to you. And do you are you doing like sniper training like on civilian level or is it? Well, it's a uh, um, yeah. Well, or is it just basic? So I, ha I have a basic course where where um, I'll teach us the civilians like just the basic marksmanship portion of of a, of a sniper. Yeah. And then I have guys that are that are um, uh, 
in the military that want to go to uh, scout sniper school. Mm-hmm. So then I'll, I'll, I'll add, all, you know, like range estimation, target detection, uh, you know, a ghillie wash, mm-hmm. and, and I had a stock and stuff like that. So it, it, I kind of like uh, curtail the, uh, the, the course to, to the group, to the audience that I'm having. If it's just regular civilians that just want to learn how to shoot long range, then I'll just custom build, build it for right. them. Hey, right. I, how cool is that? You, you know, as you know, so many people, hey, man, what's it like? Yeah. Here you go. Here's your opportunity. Now, you ain't going to get the meat and potatoes. There's some shit we have to keep to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, a, it's, it's cool, man. It, it, it gives you an opportunity to see life from a different level. And, uh, I, I man, I'm, I'm just, actually excited that, some, yeah, that you, you know, obviously there's certain people that don't need to take that class. But, right, right. Um, yeah. But yeah. I, I think it's cool for a lot of people. I think it could help a lot. And uh, so we're excited. Um, we're you know we're, even with trauma behind the badge you know my other team and um you know we're excited to to do some stuff we're gonna have one on the show um we've got some serious stuff to talk about in the future you know some nights it's just not a good night to talk about certain things right. um as we all know even most people watching this show but uh we'll get in that conversation on another day about that. but um but so one more time so we're gonna put somebody put it in the comments for us um the website for pink mist and uh karen you got anything you want to say i called you karen what she can she hear me oh i can well i was like that's my name isn't it i'm like i know usually if i call her by her Uh, name she gets upset it's serious time (laughs) yeah why are you calling me by my name Uh, why are we like closing everything out asking me if i have anything to add to the topic or anything you got any final last words i have some final last words first of all juan thank you so much for joining us on the show um thank you for answering my questions um i appreciate it uh i appreciate all of you chris uh babe um and everybody else out there fighting fighting the good fight for us thank you very much um I really, the only thing that we have coming up um, is our Run for Responders 5K. That is under uh, two months away. It is <laughs> husband of the year right there. There you go. That's the picture. Um, our Run for Responders, it's on January 2nd, 2021 at 6 o'clock. You can sign up on runsignup.com. The link is um, posted weekly on our Facebook page. That that picture right there shows you what our medals have looked like in the last couple of years. They are um, a big, big hit. Uh, last year, you got to choose your medals. I think this year, you'll get to choose your medal as well. But please come out and celebrate all of our first responders with us. Um, the, the streets will be lit up with police and fire vehicles. It's just an incredible evening and I always got to end it with this one it is my birthday on January 2nd so y'all better sign up and come out and party with me Uh, (laughs) I expect that Um, other than that I don't think that I have any other big announcements other than thank you very much to Dirty Or for always being there to um, support us they sponsor our podcast so thank you to them from the bottom of our hearts and then Trinity Fitness as well. They hosted a fundraiser for us this weekend. Um, so we want to thank them for all of their support of first responders. They're an amazing um, fitness organization that, that is out there supporting the community um, and everyone doing good things. So thank you very much. 
Wow, that was kind of short and sweet. I know. I, ran, I, I don't have like a whole lot to say. Well, are you joking? I mean, I could go on and on, but. Oh. <laughs> Wait, it's it's been so long. We want everybody to make sure they have their Karen fix for the week. I know. Um, no. <laughs> Juan, definitely thank you for being here. Listen, I'm sure Doug's going to plug it, but trauma behind the badge. There's always a, a, an extended conversation, a better conversation, a good, a really good conversation. Yeah, tomorrow night, seven o'clock. You got to go to traumabehindthebadge.com and you uh, sign up for the Zoom link. Looking mm -hmm. for tomorrow's Weekly special. Webinar. Tomorrow's uh, Veterans Day special. Yeah, so a couple, uh, oh, yeah. couple uh, vets coming on and talk some good stuff. There's uh, this uh, a unique and awkward time of the year. Let's um, let's change the pace of 2020 and make it end on a good note. Um, reach out, just like Doug said. Find those five people each day, whatever. I mean, take the time to reach out to somebody. Um, build your mental health. Build your team. Um, take your time breathe work through it we're all here for you i mean i'm sure you're here for us if we could reach out and talk to you, you you would have some kind words for us all thank you always for listening and uh participating uh we love to see it we love to catch up uh we're excited to continue to be able to grow this and we hope that moving into the new year that we see uh the better for everybody else and um all it takes is a smile a random act of kindness something nice uh, be nice, be kind. Um, there's a time uh, to be a sniper. And when you got to do that, put your put your best foot forward, work hard, train hard, be mentally prepared for what that takes. And um, that's what I got. Thank you so much. Thanks for being yeah, here. That was awesome. Thank you to our veterans. We salute you. <laughs> Juan Vargas, Pig Misk. I say Misk. Misk. Uh. I know what it is, but I just Pew. I a little bit. <laughs> can I give a quick shout guys, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes, yeah, I just want to reach out to the uh, all the Barack County SWAT guys. I miss you guys. Um, hope you guys are doing well. You know, keep keep uh, fighting the good fight. Uh, to all my uh, my boys at uh, Orlando Police uh, SWAT team, uh, keep staying motivated. And I know, I know it's a difficult time at in the city of Orlando right now, but stay positive. And then uh, to all my fellow Marines, happy birthday tomorrow. It's going to be a good day. And obviously to you guys, thank you so much for having me on the show. Yeah. I sincerely appreciate coming. it. And um, like I said, I, I, we, like we talked about it, I'm definitely there for you guys if you guys want to get together and uh, do some more stuff and bring all the veterans together. To, yeah, yeah. You know, to, yeah. Yeah. Have a good time. Make sure we could, you know, get some pew-pew in. All right. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. All right. We're out. We'll see you soon.